Just a word of warning, this is a podcast of a Young Writers Festival and it has a lot of explicit language and some very deep adult concepts. I wouldn't recommend it for children and I would be considerate of others around you when playing this podcast. Maybe pop on some headphones, that way no one can get offended but you. This could get messy, this could get weird, I'm not sure where it's going to go but I'm very excited. Um, So strap yourselves in, we have some amazing performance for you today. All right, festival friends, welcome back to the National Young Writers Festival. I just would like to firstly acknowledge that we're standing on the land of the Awabakol and Wurramai people, that sovereignty was never ceded and this always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Um, thanks for coming out tonight. So my name's Claire Albrecht. I run uh, a night called Couplet Poetry Night, which is usually once a month down in Hamilton. Any visitors might have seen Hamilton as a train stop along the way. It's a real cool little spot. Um, we bring writers from interstate, international, all sorts of things um, every month and have a really fun time and have drinks and food and chill out. So really excited to be here for this particular once-off special event with the National Young Writers Festival. We're pretty much just going to get started because we're going to race through this whole thing this evening. We've got six poets to listen to. So we're going to start off with Darlene Silva Soberano, who is a Filipino poet. Their work has appeared in Mascara Literary Review, Australian Poetry and Cordite Poetry Review. They were also a participant in Toolkits Poetry with Express Media in 2017. And I'm very, very pleased to welcome them up. Thank you so much. Thank you, Claire. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, and we're the same height. (laughs) Um, Earlier today, I did a poetry set and it was full of like crush poems. Uh, tonight, today, tonight is uh, the opposite. So, uh, so just like general warnings for like mentions of homophobia and transphobia. Um, so in the article, in an article for the Guardian titled "Hundreds in Hiding as Tanzania Launches Anti-Gay Crackdown," an anonymous activist describes the atmosphere in Tanzania as open season on gay people. Um, and this poem is a reply to that article. It's called. Open season. Here I am lying on the beach in the sun, and it is the future. Ariana Grande is 25 forever, singing Imagine a World Like That. In in every home, instead of children, there is a machine. It dispenses water at the exact preferred temperature of its user. And we build our culture around our closeness to this machine, which makes us feel seen and safe and sometimes very warm. In this future, there is a day when someone calls to list my name out of mercy. He loves me so, it's for my own good. He tells me to be thankful for the knives in the kitchen and not the glove box. There were many evenings I sang karaoke at his house, spooned fried chicken into my mouth. And once, when he was out buying pizza, I stole his blue liquor and passed it around. Fifteen in the worst influence, It was always going to be me. I know exactly which type of pen his daughter likes. And once, she and I camped out on their rug and played the same Super Mario minigame for three hours, trying to beat our high scores. We slept here, in this house, in her bed, on this floor, in this backyard, underneath stars we believed were shooting. And I'm no longer welcome to stay for longer than an hour 
because one night Facebook revealed me. I'm saying I know exactly who would turn me in. The Philippines, a president, has assassinated thousands on his list, opened fire on homes with babies inside of them, hoping to strike one accused man. And in the 70s, when my parents were born, a dictator declared martial law and disappeared other thousands. It was not enough to shut me away from heaven. Now I must begin my hiding in the city I can navigate by traffic sounds. And still, I want him to know I am not ashamed of my strangeness. And when I run across the city square for shelter, and when they take aim at my body, I want to be struck in the summer heat, in the bright daylight, knowing it is meant for me and nobody else. And I question what is mercy in this future, where we have voted for the disappearance of children, and still they turn their guns to us. Thank you so much. Um, and this, another one, a uh, short one. Uh, it was published in Peril Magazine. It's called My Father of the Sky. I am preoccupied with being a man, preoccupied with motorcycle dreams, preoccupied with garage sale jazz cassettes. I am so much like a father. I build the bookshelves with my hands. I stave off loneliness by drinking beer with basketball players floating across the television screen. And I move through the world with a certainty mistaken for confidence. I do not know any anxious fathers. I ask my father how he knows which buses and jeepneys will take us to the Mall of Asia from Bowie in two hours. He says, just ask people and they will tell you where to go. I do not know how to use our language with grace and there are no guide maps for Filipinos in the Philippines. I am so much like a prince. I hand my father a country unfamiliar and once he grew up with a woman and never called her that even after she died and I do not think he has forgiven me in this new land, a border, a wall, an exile. When I was younger, he said, I want all of us to be in heaven together. Do not be a liar, because liars go to hell. Well, the truth of me has made us quiet. When my father looks me in the face, he remembers. And by the time he finishes looking away, he has already forgotten his firstborn in a country unfamiliar. I am the child he would not recognize in a lineup. We speak in distance, trailing, and my father is a sky I dip in and out of with my handmade airplane ride, a loudspeaker in my hand. He mumbles his, his pain from his chest to my chest. I say to a friend, I do not want to be looked at, but I think what I really want is to not be looked away from. Father, hold my gaze. I want to look at you too. Your eyes that are my eyes, your hair that is my hair. Your face that is my face, forget the languages we cannot grace and the pronouns you will never know me by, Father. Pentecost with me, if the Bible is at once what keeps us together and what turns you into the sky. Thank you so much. The National Young Writers Festival occurs annually over the Labor Day holiday weekend in late September, early October in Newcastle, New South Wales. 
It is made possible by the support of Create New South Wales, the Australia Council for the Arts and the Copyright Agency Cultural Fund. If you want to hear more panels from the National Young Writers Festival 2019, as well as some of the amazing readings that came out of that festival, then head on over to their website, www.youngwritersfestival.org. You can also follow them on Twitter and Facebook. Or subscribe to the National Young Writers Festival on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify or wherever you get your pods. This podcast episode was produced, recorded and edited by Kel Butler from Listen Up Podcasting, a proud supporter of the National Young Writers Festival. (laughs) 